Welcome to the Morning Upgrade Podcast with Ryan Cote, where we feature casual conversations with entrepreneurs about personal development and growth. Hey, Ken. Welcome to the Morning Upgrade Podcast. How are you? Doing great. Good morning. Good morning for you. Yes, you're in you know, your what specific time yet. Um, soon to be a good afternoon to me. So why don't we start off with you telling everyone you know, who you are, what you do for a living, and then some of your hobbies. Uh, yeah, so I'm Ken Cladoris, and I have a wealth management practice where we focus specifically on 1031 exchanges for real estate investors. And I'm also an author of Get There, Chart Your Course to Financial Abundance. And I created a course recently called Stillness to Success, which is basically what I've learned over the past five years condensed into an online course to help people create more success in their life. And then my hobbies mostly is going to be around being on the water. So I love sailing, powerboats, and uh, all of that outdoor stuff that comes with the ocean. Yeah, well, you're in a good area for that, you know, being in Southern California. Yeah, very lucky to be here. Yeah, it's beautiful down there. So one question that just came to mind hearing you describe like your businesses. So I'm, I'm assuming the wealth, your wealth management company keeps you busy. So why do the course and the book and just add all that additional work onto your plate? What, what, what's the motivation? What, what inspired you to do that? So yeah, the wealth management practice keeps me very busy. Uh, I think I've just celebrated 10 years earlier this year of actually being in the business. And, you know, when I kind of had my epiphany moment of needing to accomplish more and do more with my life, that was the motivation to write the book. Uh, just to say that I could and, you know, kind of do that for like a for personal achievement. The course is more because I kept getting the same questions from people of, you know, what are you doing? How do you, how do you structure your morning? What are you doing to like create the amount of success and momentum you have in life while still looking calm and at peace and enjoying yourself? And because I kept getting that question, I was like, you know, I should just create a course around that so that more people can have the opportunity to take the knowledge that took me years to learn, get it quickly, and then have that same level of success in their own life. Yeah, it sounds like you're. It's like a. It's like, it sounds like it's a passion project for you as well, like to create impact and with the course, especially helping people get to a certain level of success in their life. You know, based on your experience. Exactly, it's definitely for the impact when it started, and now I'm starting to see the amount of change people are having in their own lives and the amount of clarity they're having. And it's, it's very inspiring. Do you think you'd ever just go full, full on that? Or do you always want to have the wealth management practice running in parallel as well? Time will tell on that. Right now, I'm having a lot of fun doing both. So as long as I'm enjoying it and I can do both of them to the level that I hold myself to, I'll keep doing both. That makes sense. All right. Well, you mentioned your mornings and you mentioned being calm as well. So I want to ask you, I like to ask questions around like uh, happiness and, and meaning of life. And I want to ask you about your your comment on you know how you see, seem calm all the time and what tips you have around that. But let's start off by uh, talking about your morning routine first. What does that look like? Yeah. So my morning routine, I've developed again over like the same five-year time frame, but it's now condensed to like something that's very specific and I use it every day. So basically I wake up, meditate, and then I after my meditation, I do some journaling around gratitude, 
goals for the day and a couple other things that kind of like what I'm trying to pull in for the day and what success looks like for me going forward for the day. Do that journaling. And then I jump into kind of whatever's the most impactful thing that I'm going to do that day is what I do next. And then once I'm done with that, you know, I kind of go on with the rest of my day, but that is how I start every day. How do you determine what, what is your number one priority for the day? I'm assuming it's business related, but how do you choose if, if it's the wealth management practice, if it's your book, if it's something else, like how do you decide on what that priority is? Yeah, I mean, I guess it depends on what I was doing like the day before. Um, when it came to writing the book, every morning, that was the thing I did was no matter what I wrote, because I needed to get in that daily habit of writing. And so even though some days I felt very creative and other days I was like, oh my God, I'm struggling for words. I created that muscle memory of writing every day. And then I would know for each thing in my life, you know, what is the most impactful in that area? So whether it was the book, then I'd move on to, okay, what's, what do I need to do today for work? You know, and then same for the, for the course, like what is today? Like, what are we focusing on today for the course? And that's just worked out really well because by the time most people are, you know, kind of getting around to to work and like things that are you know important, I've hit right the most important thing in my day and got it done already. So it allows yeah. you to right use your energy very focused, make an impact in your day, and then move forward. Because I've found, and I'm sure some of the audience has too, like once you get too far into your day. There's so many demands that are pulling you in multiple directions that your list kind of goes out the window. So before anybody has an opportunity to do that, I'm already, right, attacked the thing that was most important. Yeah. It's like Tim Ferriss says, you if you win the morning, you win the day. And I I agree. Tackle on that number one priority. No matter what happens after that, like you said, you get pulled in different directions. You've already accomplished like the main thing. That's that's pretty important. People see that the level of success you've had and how you, you know, remain calm and, and uh, I guess cool and calm. I don't know. But um, how do you do that? Like, obviously, the meditation, I'm assuming, ties into that. But is there anything else you do to keep yourself calm under pressure? So the meditation is, I would say, the, the biggest aspect of it and the one that I found the quickest results from. Because I used to be very stressed out all the time, little OCD, and had a lot going on in my head all the time. And so once I was able to quiet all that noise and realize like what was occurring in my head necessarily wasn't real. And that allowed me to be much calmer in general. And then for the last few years, every year I do a week in silence, which has been just a huge accelerant into the amount of calm, quiet stillness that I, uh, that I experience every day. Let's talk about that for a minute. You, you said once a week, Every year, you spend seven days in complete silence? So a week per year, yeah. So I just got back and it's five days actually, but the whole experience is seven. But yeah, I spend five complete days in silence every year. Wow. And where do you go for that? Is that is it like a, a program that you joined or is it something you just do by yourself? So I've done both. Obviously with COVID last year, no one was having anything. So I did it myself. And this year, so I just got back actually. We were in Yosemite. I've done Santa Barbara and other places in Northern California. So they've all been here. And that has been, like I said, hands down, the best thing I've ever done for myself. So what do you do during those five days? You can't talk. Are you reading? Are you journaling? Or are you literally just meditating and just sitting there? 
Yeah, so I don't journal, read. There's no music, no TV, no nothing. Just really just being one with yourself for a week. Wow. Yeah, my plan is to... uh, That's my next impact is since I find that much value in it is, you know, next year, my intention is to actually start hosting them so that people can experience that as well. Yeah, it's interesting. I'm not even that much, I'm not even, not even that talkative of a person, but the thought of just sitting there in silence for five days, I feel like after 24 hours, I'd be bursting to sing or something or scream. Did, is it hard or is it, do you get used to it? So you definitely get used to it. But I would say that, so the first year was very difficult for me because of all those things, right? You're like so much unexpected. You don't even know what it looks like, right? You're like, what's going to happen? I run a business, family, like there's so many demands that we feel we have to deal with all the time. And by being able to step away and say, you know, for the next five days, all those things are going to have to exist without me. It's a very freeing experience. And I think that's, again, why I'm able to stay so calm and still throughout the whole year is, you know, that daily practice of meditation, but then being able to completely unplug too on an annual basis and like just recenter, clear everything and just come back refreshed and ready to go. Yeah, it's very cool. So you've got this 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 week of, of silence, you've got gratitude practice, you've got meditation. Is there anything else you do, any other habits that feed into your your fulfillment, that feed into your happiness? I guess that's actually two questions in my head when it comes <laughs> to fulfillment and happiness, like and it's this is in the course as well. I've actually defined what those mean to me and what brings me more happiness and the things that I want in my life so that I know I'd be happy. And that way I know I'm going in the right direction. So having a definition of what that looks like, I think is really important if you want to create more of it in your life. Knowing what happiness looks like to you. Yeah, I agree. You have to, how how can you get there if you don't really know what that looks like for you? And it's such a personal thing that you're, what feeds you happiness. Like I don't do anything with water sports and what doesn't make me happy, but it makes you happy. So it's a personalized, a personalized thing for sure. You can know where you're going. Exactly. That's why the book's called Get There. Right. Find <laughs> where it is, and we'll help you get there. Yeah, exactly. Have you always been into personal growth? Uh, I know you said you used to be very stressed and a little bit OCD. So, th- did you create all these habits and and this personal growth journey as a byproduct of that, or have you always been into it, even when you were younger? No, this is literally the last five years of a lot of personal growth and personal work. Before that, I thought I had everything figured out, and I was like, I'm good, I'm making money, I'm having fun, like. It is what it is. But then, you know, I hit a certain point where I felt like I had kind of plateaued in life and just living on repeat. Yeah. And, you know, I kind of felt stuck. And, but I was comfortable with it. And then it was like, you know, I had this just moment where it all went away. And I felt like, oh my God, like I could do better. And I took that moment of clarity, if you will, and was like, okay, I can create this in my life. Let me go figure out how to do it. I started a journey on trying to figure out how to, do all the things I teach now. Bringing it back to the meditation, it's, it's, you made me think of something like, I forget where I was introduced to meditation. It might have been Miracle Morning or I don't remember exactly. It might be that book. But also, you know, that show Billions, is that on HBO? I think it's HBO, Billions, but I think he's a hedge fund manager, but he's got like an enormous amount of pressure. And it's a TV show. It's not real life, but I imagine there is a lot of stress in that business and in your business. But uh, his therapist like forces on the TV show, his therapist forces him to meditate every day for 15, 20 minutes, whatever it is. He's got a room for it. He has an app. I thought that was interesting. Like she's forcing him because of all the pressure he deals with to just spend that time in silence and meditate. Yeah, definitely. I mean, 
So I've never watched the show, but one of the, I'm guessing they might've took it from him. One of the most successful hedge fund managers of all time actually in real life does meditate, but he never told anybody until he was no longer doing that. So maybe that's where they got it from. Yeah. You dive into fulfillment and happiness in your course. And this is a personal question. So maybe like answer it as you, as you understand it, but the meaning of life, you know, as you understand it, uh, what's the meaning of life in your opinion? That's such a, again, broad question, but I would say the best answer for me is to live. So the meaning Fully of life is to, is to live. Yeah. I like that. Right. I mean, um, like as you reflect on that, you're like, that means so much, but it's so simple. And I feel like that's usually what it is, right? The simplest things are the most impactful sometimes. I understand what you're saying. It's a, it's a simple answer, but it's actually a very complex answer because like, what does that mean? It's different for every person. And I think about myself, like as I've gotten older kids and all the stuff that comes with that business and everything, I just, uh, yeah, that stuff is all very, I, I want to be the best husband I can be, the best father, the best business owner. But I also want to have fun too, because I don't know how much, I assume I'm going to live a long life, but I don't know that for sure. I've had friends that have passed away at a young age, so you just don't know. And so for me, the meaning of life, you know, just trying to balance it to like my responsibilities the best I can, but also having fun the best I can and try to find that balance. It's been top of mind for me for the last couple of years now. So you get it. Yeah, exactly. I've got one last question for you, Ken, and then we can wrap up with you telling everyone how they can um, learn more about you and, and your book and your course and all of that. Let's talk about your your number one personal development tip. And if it's meditation, maybe give us a little insight to how you meditate and because there's different ways to do it. So I'll give you two because meditation is kind of a layup after everything we've talked about. Uh, yes. The other thing I would say is just don't overthink it and get started. So many people that I know overcomplicate things and want to know the, all the steps and do everything before they start anything. And it's very hard to get all that information and still move forward. So I tell so many people, right, just get started and move forward. And you know, you kind of adjust as you go and you course correct. And that's a lot easier than trying to steer when you're stopped. So that's that. And then for meditation, yeah, that's that's why I teach it is it helps people just again create that mental stillness, gain more clarity. And so yeah, I became a certified primordial sound meditation instructor to help people create that in their own environment and not need an app or something else to kind of hold on to for their meditations. It's really a very personal thing. You kind of just sit with yourself and you repeat your personal mantra and it's very easy. So, you know, that's what we teach and everybody gets their personal mantra and then it's very, it's a meaningless mantra and it's just, again, since it's meaningless, you kind of create some clarity in your mind and quiet down all those thoughts until eventually you just don't think about anything for a while. And then you get to see, you know, what that equates to when you're living and acting in, in life. Two good tips. Thanks, Ken. I appreciate your time today. Thanks for everything you've shared. If someone wants to learn more about you, the book, the course, where should we send them? Yeah. Thanks, Ryan. Everything is available on kenclidoris.com. I'm sure you'll put a link uh, in the description. Yeah. So I don't have to spell that. Everything's there. And then you can also go to stillness to success.com and there's uh, information and a free download there as well. Perfect. Yeah, we'll link that up in the show notes page. Thanks, Ken. Perfect. Great talk with you. Thank you. Have a great day. Thanks for listening to the Morning Upgrade Podcast. Please subscribe and review. And don't forget to visit us at morningupgrade.com for more content.